I believe in not just, you know, a really great resume or a really great application or a really great interview. I believe in becoming the right person for that next role, becoming the right person for that next role. If you could start a meaningful revolution in the world right now, or you're living one right now, uh, what would you call it? What are the components of it? And could you tell us all a little bit about what that means for you? I would say the meaningful revolution would be called the, the true you revolution. When you're in a really tense situation, and it's typically a situation where you would say something to someone you wish you hadn't said, or you'd kind of fly off the handle, or you'd get super tense. If you found yourself being able to stop yourself and you didn't say that thing, or pause and go, you know what, I don't need to get so wound up about this, you probably just touched your your true self because that's your wiser voice saying, you know what, don't say that thing. <laughs> Not a good moment for that. Hey everyone, welcome to the Meaningful Revolution podcast, the podcast where we hope to inspire you to live into what you find fulfilling and meaningful in your life. And I'm your host, Sean Butter, Certified High Performance Coach, and today's guest is an established leader in the fields of both professional and personal development. With more than 20 years of experience helping people and companies become more effective and reach their personal, professional, and strategic and relationship goals, uh, she brings an unmatched depth of expertise that combines her with her authentic approach and dynamic delivery to equip people with the tools that they need. So as a result of her speaking, workshops, coaching, or virtual work, people and teams are ready to take on their next steps, plus maintain the necessary momentum to achieve and exceed their targets. And she has expertise helping Fortune 500 companies across the globe grow, including Asia, Europe, and the Middle East, Africa, North, you know, all the continents. Um, you know, working with companies like Yahoo, Microsoft, Cisco, Bloomberg, Pfizer, Goldman Sachs, KKR, JP Morgan, Tiffany, and so much more. It is my distinct pleasure to welcome my friend, Mim Abby to the podcast. Mim, welcome. Thank you, Sean. Such a pleasure to be with you today. Right on. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about I mean, how to get promoted, essentially, but it's part of your larger soul of success brand. So I've been asking this new question to start off the podcast. If you could start a meaningful revolution in the world right now, or you're living one right now, uh, what would you call it? What are the components of it? And could you tell us all a little bit about what that means for you? Gosh, what a great question, Sean. We, we certainly are in a world where we need some meaningful, meaningful revolutions that advance uh, us personally, that advance our world. So yeah, I'd love to jump on that wagon. And what comes to mind for me first, the thing that has been driving me for the last several years now as my career has unfolded and as it's taken twists and turns as many people's do, but but uh, it comes out of a conversation I had with a client some years ago. And I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the chase and say, I would say the meaningful revolution would be called the, the true you revolution. And uh, the strong statement I, I, I would make about that, and then I'll tell you that quick story, is that uh, in my observation and in my experience, you've heard I do this work all over the world, so in a lot of different countries and 
a lot of different individuals and, and, and groups, large companies. And of course, what I really care about is down at that individual level, us as, us as people. Uh, what I've observed is that we get triggered as human beings all the time. Stuff pushes us, pushes us out of our comfort zone. That's a good thing. Uh, but it also brings up these triggers and you know, people will argue, people will disagree. Stuff, stuff just comes up that can make us crazy. And what happens is unbidden without our realizing it, we downshift typically from this part of our brain that is logical and makes good decisions. And we downshift from that part of our brain down to the part of the brain that, that just, we go into fight mode. We go into well, fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. And, and that's a survival instinct. So it's not bad. It's good to have survival <laughs> instincts. It's just that we tend to take our, our survival instincts to our important relationships. We tend to take our survival instincts to our uh, important projects and pursuits. And it's just, again, survival is an important thing, but when you're having to make delicate decisions about projects and about a direction to take and about a sensitive conversation with someone who's important to you in your personal life or in your professional life, if you just bring your survival instincts to those situations, it, 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 it causes trouble. And so really when we downshift away from what I'm just, what I'm going to call in many ways, the, the true self, the true you, the, the, the part of you that's, that's wise, the part of you that's can take a step back and is more objective. Uh, the part of you that it's like that deeper knowing part of you. And there, there's more to it. There's certain parts of the brain that are that are associated with it. But but all that to say, if 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 we could as individuals and then larger just as people on planet Earth, if we could all spend more time making decisions and interacting with situations and with people from our true self and not what I call the starter self, uh, the, the, the more reactive self, it'd be a better world. We'd be happier people, we'd be healthier people. And it came out of, Sean, if I may, it just, it came out of a conversation mm -hmm. with a client and I was, I was coaching this team on, here's how you deal with someone who's being very reactive with you. And here's how you help them to, without them knowing, you're not patronizing them, but it's, here's how you help them to move out of that reactive place so that the two of you can really have a good productive discussion. And this gentleman said, he said, okay, I, this is great. This is a really, it's, it's it is a powerful process. It's a powerful process for mm -hmm. how to communicate with someone who's in that reactive brain. But he said, like, what do I do with myself? Cause I get triggered. So I'm in my <laughs> react, I'm in that brain. So how do I deal with myself? And it's a really good, really good question. And so I developed a body of material around that for how do we, how do we just be our truest, best selves most of the time, as opposed to just a mm -hmm. little bit of the time, which so many of us are. This is a long uh, answer <laughs> to it, your question. So Totally. And I love the true you revolution mm. uh, of, I mean, as high performance coaches, we're always trying to get people to be in their, their best selves. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And, you know, operating in that mode really mm. is about that lifestyle of living with joy, a sense of relaxation, a sense of vibrancy in life, which is so, so powerful. So, um, yeah. yeah, I love it. And your story on how it got kicked off that conversation was 
pretty you know, awesome too. But I'm, I'm curious now, uh, if you could tell us a time maybe when you were in your starter self and then you figured your way that, oh, there has to be a better way and maybe finding your true self maybe in an earlier moment when that wasn't as mm. accessible to you or maybe it was always and that's your superpower, um, you know, however that goes mm. for you. But mm. how does that Gosh, um, resonate? Yeah, yeah. Great, great. Thank you so much for asking that. It's so true. I mean, I've had the reason this is such a passion for me is is I I've lived so much of my life in reactive mode and in, I'm going to say, stress mode and in even fear mode. I mean, I'm a professional speaker and I've been a professional speaker for many, many years and, you know, coaching people. And I uh, I earlier in my career, I was aware how incredibly stressed I would get any time I spoke in front of a group of people. And I spoke in front of a group of people several times a week. I mean, this is <laughs> this is my this is my job. And I remember being aware then, wow, this is a really good job for me because it's 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 forcing me, it's pushing me to learn to learn to do this. But what I will say is that I, that was the hard way. I mean, just, just forcing myself, forcing myself. And I really do believe in the more we put ourselves out there, we build our confidence, we build our competence. So that's all good stuff. It's just, if I had had the tools earlier, uh, the tools earlier to in the moment, if you're feeling like, Ooh, like, here's what I, here's what I'll, and I, I, I'll get around to answering your question. Um, mm -hmm. like what I'll do now is I'll, I'll really be aware. I'll, I'll go, wow, I'm about to be in this high pressure situation. And I can just, I can feel in my body that I'm feeling small. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling like, uh, am I, I don't know that I'm up to this. And, uh, and because I've used the tools over and over and over again, it's just like, take a deep breath and ask myself, who am I being right now? Am I being my starter self or am I being my true self? And I really do mean the true self. It's like, I believe it's always been there. It's just been waiting mm -hmm. for, for when, for when I was ready for yours is was waiting for when you're ready, but I'm able to quickly access it now. So I would say when I started to become aware of that there was another option, I developed a little process for myself and the process starts and it, I've developed it into something I work with clients, but the very first step in the process is stop, is stop. Because what's happening, you know, is you've, you're, on a, you're on a track and there's a lot of self-talk that is, that is associated with it. So in that situation, the track might be, oh, I've got this high pressure presentation to give and you know, am I gonna be able to hold it together? in a maybe stressful uh, uh, you know, relationship uh, situation, the self-talk actually might be directed at the other person. Ah, oh, you know, she's so selfish or he, you know, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about or like the judgments will start flying. So whether the judgments are to myself, whether the judgments are to other people. So earlier, earlier on when I started to become aware, hey, there's another there's another me that can handle this a whole lot better than I can. It was really a matter of start like that first is just like, stop, Ooh, stop that thought train. And it's really helpful. You stop and you take a deep breath and you're able to look and go, Oh, look at where I was going. And when you can get that little bit of a space, a little bit of a distance to look at yourself 
and go, you kind of step outside yourself. It's like that wiser self really kicks in. That true self just kicks in and says, oh, look, I'm, 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 I'm going down that track. I'm getting caught on that track. And that, it, I mean, sometimes that is all you need. You go, oh, and I have another option available to me. So just at least with that stop, breathing as part of that. And then the next thing would be uh, just observing observing yourself, observing your, 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 your reactivity, observing how you're, how you're triggered. Right on. Yeah. It's so simple. Stop, breathe, observe, you know, right. um, it's, it's basically, I, I feel like so much personal development is based around content. That's you could boil down into stop, breathe, observe. Isn't it? Um, so well said, Sean. Yeah, it's true. And in the in in the soul of success, uh, in our content, uh, one thing that we do all the time is called soul practice, soul practice. Mm -hmm. And it has to do with getting you back in that right brain and the correct, not the right versus left brain, but the but your best brain that is that really uh, is the seat of your true self and that helps you to be making decisions you want to make and interacting and behaving and just, just experiencing life in, in the most productive way. So right. a lot of soul practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I'm curious as you know, we were talking a little bit before the call about you had your soul success. You have a new thing that we'll talk about soon, you know, to kind of tease it for the audience right now. Um, and we talked about starting out the true you revolution. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely love, I get, I, knowing you for a while, I kind of see how all this is connected. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm curious. So you're talking about how you love to help people get promoted. Um, can you, you share like maybe a little bit more about, I'm guessing your work experience had a little bit to do with that. Like. How do you, how did you stumble into that part of this this work? Um, maybe you didn't stumble. It's probably with a lot more intention. You know, uh, words words do matter. But uh, could you explain okay. maybe your journey? I guess getting to here and now helping people, individuals with their, their getting promoted at work or leveling up their career. Yeah. Oh, no, it's great. And and Sean, by the way, stumbling, I, I really, I have, lo I look back at my career and go, wow, I really stumbled into this, into this, <laughs> into this. And I, and I do believe that, that we take action on things that matter to us and we learn things and doors open. We learn things and doors open. We learn things and mm -hmm. doors open. And that's how, so I, I do feel like there is some really kind of, I would say, blessed stumbling that happens along the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, a, a couple things happened for me. So I've been, yeah, I mean, honestly, it's been like 30 years doing what I do, but I, and it's grown and changed, but but in essence, I've been, I mean, I really started my career in, uh, in the corporate world in a learning and development capacity and helping people to be more effective and more successful in their in their roles and that that, that entail i was in the computer industry and i ran an internal university so i managed that internal university and i there were technical programs that people would go through there were 
communication and leadership and management programs. Mm -hmm. I would teach those programs. So the, the, I really come out of the corporate sphere. And a couple of things happened with me along the way. Number one, I'll just say with the, the Solo Success brand was grown out of that experience because uh, because I, I did, I did my corporate experience like flat out. Like I just, I, I didn't take lunch. I just mm -hmm. worked and worked and worked and because it, you know, my parents taught me, it's like strong work ethic, work ethic. So, which is a good thing, but ultimately I can totally burn myself out. It was, it mm -hmm. was just, I didn't do it the smart way. And so solo success was born out of, you know, there's you definitely want to you want to go to the heights the highest heights you can go professionally and you also want to have a great time personally doing it so uh that, that's where the the soul of success mountain was born it's the three level mountain mm -hmm. and there's the life areas of thriving and then on top of that is the is the relationship areas of connecting and at the top is the is the professional area of achieving and has to do with purpose and meaningful purpose etc so so mm -hmm. there's the path that goes up the mountain with the with all the the success principles etc so that that came out of me just like <laughs> working like a crazy person and needing <laughs> to needing to and 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 like my body started breaking down all sorts of you know it's like okay mm -hmm. that's way too many aches and pains going on this is not just just my feet and just my jaw and just my hands it's like eh, something systemic and the systemic thing mm -hmm. was just my inner approach so mm -hmm. so so that was going on and that's how solo success was born and uh, love helping people with their life whole life professional and personal success then as as part of that there i am in these so so now you've asked me about the career accelerator which is uh which well, is a yeah before you you go i, I have maybe a interesting connection here for this part of the story so yeah, yeah we talked about living your true evolution you talk about mm -hmm. you know being taught to be a hard worker and i think you know i i did a, like that was my parents growing up is you work hard you give it yeah. everything 100 percent yeah. And then you ended up burning out because of that process. So if you're trying to live your authentic self and your authentic mm. self, so here's the question. Mm. Was your authentic self, the workaholic, you know, burn the candle at both ends person, or was that mm. the starter self that wasn't, hadn't realized there was a, a higher way of doing things? Yeah. Yeah, you're right on, and it is the starter self. So, so the way I define the starter self is, and it, the starter self, you know, you gotta love your starter self, and I mean it, like love yeah. and respect and gratitude and appreciation, because your starter self came into the world, and said, oh, okay, so, uh, so like for me, I'm the youngest of four, so I came in, and there was already a whole set like things were already set the family had the, this is the way we do things etc so i kind of got that pretty uh, pretty <laughs> i had my own ideas but they i kind of got you know it's kind of got hammered into me it's like no this is the way the abby family mm -hmm. does things so I, I like learning those things and so that that wasn't necessarily 
my true self, but my starter self went, well, if I'm going to survive in this family, I'm going to, I'm going to learn to do it that way. Cause that's what's acceptable mm -hmm. and approved of, et cetera. So it, it's just things like that. Like you just learn the starter self is the one that's scrappy and figures mm -hmm. out how to stay alive through your, through your aughts and through your teens, et cetera. And it's just, the issue is if for, for most, I'm just gonna, I am gonna say most people, cause we don't think about this, you know, you're, you're, you're in your third job and you still are operating from your starter self, which will tend to be reactive and adaptive and not deeply in touch with just with, with, with the truest. And I'm gonna say wisest. Uh, I'm not talking about selfishness. I'm talking about everyone's got their inner wisdom. We really do. We have that higher voice and are we listening to it? So that's, uh, yeah, that, um, that, that, you know, I got to do it this way. I mean, I was really taught by my parents, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, mm -hmm. stiff upper lip, you know, sounds like you were too, Sean. So, yeah. you, um, you know, you know what that's like. And, uh, yeah, there's a, it's like that wiser self knows I can still achieve a lot professionally. Like I can go to the heights mm -hmm. and I can also have a, have a life and I can also do it in a way that is sustainable and takes care of myself. And I, I was not, you know, bless my parents. They, they weren't taught to, you know, they came out of depression era families. And so they weren't mm -hmm. taught to take good care of themselves. They were taught just really sur survival. So yeah. yes. Yeah. But that's awesome. And I hope I forgot to, I always forget to tell people to grab some notes to, to take notes. I have a page oh, notes yeah. here. Oh, um, yeah. And, I brought that question up because I, I feel sometimes we trick ourselves into thinking we're being authentic when we're hurting mm. ourselves. Mm. It's kind of, um, I know I've had that in, in my career yeah. where I, I would not, anytime anyone asked me to do anything, I'd say yes. And then I'm stressed out because I never got any of my projects done. I feel like I'm, I'm not enough. I feel like I'm not keeping up. I'm not getting ahead of things. Yeah. And, um, you know, so it, it's really tricky to know when you're operating from that that elevated version. Uh, so I just wanted to, to make that point. Yeah. Um, and you so elo eloquently like shared that. And I think the key word is sustainable, right? Mm. You're not really going to be able to work at as hard as you possibly can if you can't get out of bed because you destroyed your body or you're miserable because you don't have anyone to talk to because nobody knows you're around because you're working so much. And that's, it's yeah. really yeah. two heavy hitting things that I, I see in my like coaching practice, but mm. uh, I wanted to just call that out. So it's really good. And, and Sean, by the way, I, I totally relate to that. Just like doing everything for like, cause you want to be a kind and generous person. I mean, that's, that's mm -hmm. part of your, you know, personal, personal ethic. It's just, and, and so I, I, I didn't have the, my starter self was like, oh, you just got to say yes to everything. And so it's like, oh, have you read, ever read, you know, boundaries, uh, codependent no more anyway, but, 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 you know, the, the higher self and the, and the wise self knows like, you know what, I, you got to say no to this so that you can keep saying a larger yes to those who ultimately depend on you, you know, personal mm -hmm. or professional life. So yeah, it's, it's doing some of those tough things absolutely yeah so okay so we were so you did the soul success in response yeah. to the, this phase of burnout and really like pushing hard and reevaluating and 
elevating. So take us, you know, forward from uh, this part of your story. Oh yeah, you know I. Um, so I this work that I do in organizations in, in inside of companies it is truly I mean there's a reason why I keep coming back and I keep doing it and I keep you know I went from uh, communication and leadership uh, coaching and branched out then into sales and business development and I still do of course the, the leadership piece but but the thing that that they all have in common is they, they help people grow in their careers they help people get to mm -hmm. the get to the next level and I I looked around because I've worked in big companies, you named some of them, that have these extensive programs that, and some of them are better than others, that teach people some important things that are gonna help them grow in their careers. But a lot of companies don't. A lot of companies don't have that. Or the stuff that they do have internally, the training and the growth opportunities, uh, I mean, I've gotten I've gotten earfuls and earfuls and earfuls from clients saying, "Wow, the, most of the stuff that are that's offered in house, it's not helping me to get to the next level." Mm -hmm. So I realized, you know, there I am. I'm working all over the world. I'm working with leaders. I'm seeing what got leaders promoted, and I'm seeing the thing. I'm 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 behind these closed doors where they're talking about what are these promotable qualities and what aren't and somehow there's a disconnect i mean people I, I've, I've had employees say to me well uh, i want to get promoted my boss is going to help me right sometimes yes sometimes no anyway all that to say what i never found was a really comprehensive set and a, and a really good like a right on set of here's the tools here's the skills here's the qualities here's the process to to get you that next level get you that substantial raise or get you that promotion and so i saw that as something that was missing and and i and i really have a heart i do have a my uh you know i love my work with organizations but my my heart is really with 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 the person with the individual uh mm -hmm. and so I, I i decided i'm i know the process because i see how it's working for the for the leaders who are getting promoted mm -hmm. so i created this process and i thought I want to take this to people who might not get it. They're not going to get it inside their company for whatever reason. Either there's not that level of training or the training isn't great that, that, and that happens. Or the boss isn't helping them for whatever reason. And so, yeah, so I put, I put together, so I got the process that I've seen work uh, and I am so excited about. And I put it together in a program. It's called the Career Accelerator. And mm -hmm. it's a uh, it's a coaching program that I personally walk people through, and so it is uh, tailored. It is customized to each individual, but it's a it's a lot. I mean, if you're and for, if if you've if you know people, Sean, who are serious about getting that promotion and they're ready mm -hmm. to put in the work and work with me, um, you know, I don't bite. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm uh, right I love love helping people be successful, and I've. I've stubbed my toe and I've made the errors and the mistakes and, you know, my most embarrassing moments and, and all of that. I've totally been there. And so, um, you know, I've seen it all and I've done it all probably. So right that's on. what that program is. Yeah. And it's, you're going to love this. The, uh, the process is actually called the raise process and, uh, mm -hmm. it's a, it's, it's an acronym, but it just sort of appeared because those are, these are the steps that you got to take in order to get a promotion. And, the other thing I'd say is it's just 
if I if I may just Sean, I, I'd see like people would try to get a promotion and they would do it by like, okay, I'm just gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna work the resume or I'm gonna, uh, you know, in a big company, maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna post for this job. There's job posting. So I'm gonna post for, mm-hmm. um, for, for this job. And it's, <clears throat> it's like, those are, those are great. And those have to be done. They're just, they're just tactics. And so mm-hmm. with the career accelerator, we go a lot deeper than tactics so that you just don't leave any stone unturned and making sure that you're the one, you're, you're the one. Right on. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the first question that pops in my head um, in your extensive experience, what types of things generally cause people to stumble when they're going for that new position or that next position or that level up? Because uh, I'm thinking about the advice I was given in, in my career in tech. Um, I had some, some good advice, but I'm curious, like, you know, what, what where do people stumble or struggle or just don't know what they don't know? Uh, yeah. 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 Really good. Um, it, you know, it, there's an, there's, there's a variety of areas, which is why the, the, the program is, is covers, covers all these areas. Like one, mm-hmm. I would say is, you know, there's this thing, uh, going around right now, Sean, where there's a lot I've seen on social and I've seen out there, which is about just like, just sort of do, do your job, do your job mm-hmm. and don't do any more. And it's, you know, don't be used by your company, just do your job and, you know, go that extra mile because then they're just, you know, they're, they're getting all this good stuff out of you and you're not being rewarded for it. And I would say that's, you want to, you want to run away from that folks. You, you want to, mm-hmm. I would say to your audience, Sean, you want to, you want to go that opposite direction. You want to set yourself apart. You want to, um, it's, it's, it's again, getting down to the human level. If, if we don't bring, and I'm not talking about getting walked all over, uh, mm-hmm. a big part of that we talk about in the program is confidence and then bringing your, your bravery, your boldness and your confidence to the process. So there's a, you don't want to get s- stepped on and yet you want to bring it really, again, it has to do with your ethic. You want to bring this, um, uh, I'm going to say, you know, personal generosity, to the print, you want to lead with generosity. And, and in general, the energy you bring to things, I really believe the energy you bring to things comes back to you. So if you bring a, I'm just going to do what's required and nothing else until they do, until they make a move to give me more or something, uh, I, I, it's going to be a while till they make the move to, to give you more. So you really want to distinguish yourself with your generosity of how could you go the extra mile? So one of the things that we talk about I've got this really this little innovation incubator built into the program where are you somebody who is looking out for ways that whether it's just taking initiative to be helpful or even uh, creating innovations that are going to it's above and beyond your what, what you're doing but sometimes it doesn't take very long to just look under the surface and find something that huh here's something that i could make a case for and a way that we could streamline processes we could make the department run a little run runs more smoothly and make my boss's life easier so that's one i would say don't get caught up everyone in the in the this sort of fad right now uh just do what's required and don't do anything more until they promise they're going to give you something more say you take that first step of generosity right on so that's yeah that's one yeah 
I think they call it quiet quitting, right? Isn't that the... They the call it is? quiet quitting. It's just terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it is yeah. this thing. Yeah, it is this thing right now. And uh, yeah, obviously you've, you're, you're familiar with it too, Sean. So mm -hmm. I would say, so, you know, be that person. And, and, and when I, I work within uh, one of the groups I consult with is a, uh, the, uh, an, an accounting group, a financial uh, mm -hmm. analyst and accounting group within a, a major, major company. And they, these um, employees, they're, you know, a few couple of, just a couple or three years in and they come maybe from these public accounting firms and maybe there's this sort of you've been here for two years and you automatically get a promote there's this automatic expectation mm -hmm. and it's just for most companies it's not that it's not that way it really is merit-based and so mm -hmm. you want to distinguish it's not i've been here this amount of time so i get the big raise or so i get the promotion it's hey you and i've i've had these i have have leaders in this company say, please, please help our, help the teams understand this, that it, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's up to them. They gotta, they gotta step up. And yeah. it's, you know what, that's exciting. I mean, it's, a, it, you know what it comes down to, Sean, I really believe this, mm. that as you, as people grow in their careers, it's, yes, it's about the money because this is a, this is a weird time for our economy and you've got to be making mm -hmm. more money for, for yourself and for your family because otherwise you're going backwards mm -hmm. because you know prices are so high so it is in a sense about the money the status it's a good thing i mean you've you've earned this thing but really ultimately and i'm so deeply believe this this as you go on the journey to get to that next level the journey you go through at least that we go through with with the career accelerator you actually become a better person and that's the most important thing. It's like the, gosh, the money and the status and all that stuff. It's like the icing on the cake. You, you, your, you, your life gets better not just because of the paycheck and not just because of the new, the new mm -hmm. title. Your life gets better because guess what? You got better in the process. It's actually quite exciting. So that's right another ad, I'd say that I really, I really <laughs> believe in. Growth is growth is about the, it's yes, it's not just the external stuff is the icing on the cake. Definitely. Definitely. On the, those lines of uh, uh, beliefs and mindsets, is there a um, belief that you have that other people in a similar position or um, that help people advance in their career? So there may be other career coaches or I'm not sure what the right. I, I always hate giving people buckets, but I'm just trying to find a point of reference. Yeah, yeah. But your peers. What kind of mindset or belief do you have that others don't? Oh, wow. You know what? I would, yeah, I would link that to that last bit we just talked about, uh, about really what you get out of the process, because I, my, the, I mean, in, in the raise process and in the career accelerator, yeah, you're, I mean, we are going to work on your resume. We're going to work on your LinkedIn. We're going to work on your interview skills. Like all that is within there. Um, but those are kind of the tactics that lay on top of what I really believe is it's not about the tactics. It's about the strategy and the strategy that I have people and we do it pretty quickly. It's a 90 day process. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, so what I'm about, I say that just because what I'm about to say, I don't want people to feel like, oh my gosh, that's going to take forever. doesn't take forever. It's, it's a matter of if you're motivated to adopt certain things. And this is the thing that I believe does set it apart. I believe in 
not just you know a really great resume or a really great application or really great interview i believe in becoming the right person for that next role becoming the right person for that next role so it really i mean i've baked in we baked into the this is why we baked into the program all these things that i have seen i've coached people to and then i've also seen people get get promoted from and it has to do with that um you know crafting that innovation it has to do with how they're showing up in meetings i know people who are showing up in meetings and they're scared because it's with their boss's boss's boss i mean it's it's with some pretty major heavy hitters and it's like i'm gonna open my mouth and you know make a make a fool of myself here so so there's how to speak up in compelling ways in high-level meetings like that and uh like how to how to make a case for something it's uh, how to deal with pushback and resistance it's how to deal with tough uh you know what what about if your boss isn't a big fan of yours how do you still mm -hmm. go around that and get so it's really in depth it's that's what i say it's 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 comprehensive and what happens is you adopt these things you start practicing these things it doesn't it doesn't take long you're actually we talk about your reputation quite a bit in the program and one of the things is literally within three weeks, four weeks, I mean, you're, you're, you have a different reputation in your company because mm -hmm. people are seeing you show up in different ways. So there's, that's what I believe. It's not about doing the tactics, although the tactics are included. It's really about more than that. And it's about becoming and being the only candidate for that, for that role, for that next role. Right on, right on. Hmm. So let me see what the next best question might be. Um, so could you talk about maybe some influences you pulled on this topic? So as you came together with the program, as you progressed and kind of figured this out, um, who are the leaders in this field other than yourself that you looked up to or found inspiration from or are like, I'm going to borrow, steal, utilize that little bit in my work? Hmm. You know, I'd say it's really, gosh, it's really over the years and it's more like corporate, uh, like when I've been in companies, like for example, I've developed a, uh, so there's not a name behind this. I've developed a, like, what do you do when people don't like your idea? Like, how do you mm -hmm. deal with, still being strong and assertive, but not combative. So how do you deal with, or there's conflict with somebody. So how do you mm -hmm. maintain your gravitas uh, without being combative, but you also, so like fight or flight, you don't fight and you don't flee. What's that door number three? So I, so I coach people in that and that's, I've, I've, gosh, I've seen all the models uh, within, <laughs> within corporations. I've, you know, I've been through it all. And so I've, I've, hold the best of the best. So there's not really a name behind that. So a mm. lot of my stuff is from this from over the years. Um, uh, like, who do I listen to? Gosh, I listen to Brendan Burchard. I, mm -hmm. you know, I love he's his emphasis on growth. Uh, it's like the old saying progress, not perfection. 
And I come from a perfectionist background and, you know, it's got to be perfect. And you know, it's like, that's such a, it's such a bust. Nothing is perfect. And so that's been a learning process for me along the way and for some of my clients. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll listen to, to Brendan and then I'll read, like when I think about a lot, a lot of coaching that I do with people is really around communication and messaging. And so uh, a favorite uh, made to stick with Chip and Dan Heath, love that. Mm. Uh, there's so much in that. I'm actually looking over at my bookshelf here um, <laughs> in my in my home office. Uh, uh, Brain Rules by Dr. John Medina, mm. uh, just how the brain works in terms of, and these have to do with uh, creating you know messaging and how to how to how to get it out there um so those are those are some of the names that i follow uh i love listening to ed milette um that's such a great podcast and all the people he has on i typically will learn something with with his questions so those are just maybe some of the some of the people right on yeah, I mean, Brendan seems to come up nearly every time, so. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's got a lot and, of lot of wisdom, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of good, inspiring things too. Yeah, um, and of course, he's the guy who made the high performance coaching curriculum we both follow. Yeah. Or I, I'm not sure if you do that in your programs. I follow. I, I can vouch for that. Yeah, I, I, yep, I have got my, got my own program. I know that the. Uh, certified high, high performance coaching is fantastic. Um, I have had my own thing for, you know, coming out of the corporate world for, for a long time that I use now for people with work or for personal. So right on. Yeah. Super, super, super cool. Um, so, um, next best question. All right. This, this is, I've been asking this one. It's been interesting. Uh, is there something you could share on the podcast? that you haven't shared on stage or on another interview or podcast or any of your content. So just something new that, you, that people don't know. I'm thinking, Sean, I think you might've stoked <laughs> me here. That means it's working, yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm putting it all, I'm putting it all out there. Yeah, let me run that in the back of my mind, and if something mm -hmm. comes up. And Sean, you're just talking about something for like anything I haven't shared, or something new I have going on that I haven't shared. Just anything, yeah. You yeah. know, I, yeah. but hopefully it relates to you know living your meaningful revolution uh, of the true self or the true mm. you revolution. But it could be anything related to your products or story, war stories from figuring out this process to help people or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I guess I would say with the true you thing, it's, it's really, I found it insidious because I, it's not like I, I mean, I like from a larger perspective, I am an extrovert and I'm a communicator. I always have been. And mm -hmm. so look at the field I'm in. I help people learn how to communicate better as part of what I do. And I, you know, and I'm a speaker. It's like, so I, and I, I, I mean, I, speaking of stumbling into our careers, I, I fell into this career in, in like corporate learning and development 
which I'm now, you know, I'm not inside anymore. I'm this external consultant, mm -hmm. but, and coach, but uh, I mean, I fell into that when I was 22. I mean, right out of, right out of school. So, I mean, I got on mm -hmm. a really right path for who I am. So you could say, oh, well, she was being our true self. So it's, but I, but I, I wasn't, you know, underneath, I was mm -hmm. judgmental of myself underneath. I was, uh, like, um, I was, I, I, I was kind of hiding my light, so to speak. I was, mm -hmm. you know, bringing my serious professional self to my serious professional role and, uh, my sort of my naturally expressive self just, just kind of, kind of went away. And, uh, and a lot of the joy that I, that I could have been experiencing, a lot of the, a lot of the inner freedom I could have been experiencing, I, I, I wasn't because I really wasn't listening to that wise self, to that, to that true, true self. I was just kind of following those marching orders that that starter self learned. So I would say, mm -hmm. I would, what I would say to people is just to beware of that. Like, mm -hmm. like if you're wondering, am I following my starter self? Am I listening to my to my true self. I mean, mm -hmm. just get quiet sometime. If you meditate, you know, ask that question in your, in your, in your meditation. See if you can listen for that, again, that higher self, that high, higher voice. And, um, you know, if you've got a higher power that you, that you talk with, I mean, ask, ask your higher power for help in, in, in this, mm -hmm. if you've been, what I, what I, here, here's a quick way to know, are you, are you, you know, are you accessing your true self is when you're in a really tense situation and it's a, typically a situation where you would say something to someone you wish you hadn't said, or you'd kind of fly off the handle or you'd get super tense. If you found yourself being able to stop yourself and you didn't say that thing or pause and go, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't need to get so wound up about this. You probably just touched your, your true self because that's your wiser voice saying, you know what? Don't say that thing. <laughs> Not a good moment for that. Or you know what? You don't need to go on this, uh, you know, on this inner journey of tension here you you you, mm -hmm. you can just stop right now and because there's nothing you can do about this maybe or let it go or if you're going to do something about it you got to have a calmer brain to do it you probably touched your 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 true self so that's a, that's a way to think about it and to access it in regular life but i i would i would say hey get out take a walk get out in nature mm -hmm. close your eyes you know not maybe when you're walking but um you know at some <laughs> point and just get quiet and 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 listen for it don't necessarily think oh because i'm sort of following what i seems like a, the right career for me like i did i must be listening to my because i i really i really wasn't mostly touching base with my yeah. true self right on <clears throat> excuse yeah. me um I, I love that because part of what i've found this pot podcast to as i'm stumbling through this process of, of making the best podcast i possibly can one of the things ideas I think that has come up has been to create a life that you've designed and not that's been and not live a life that's been designed for you. Uh -huh. And I think it's a different way to say exactly what you're saying. You can't be your authentic self if you're following a path that your parents laid for you, your job laid for you, society laid for you, culture laid for you, yeah. friends, family, teachers, all those types of things can really there's some comfort in knowing the direction, but the work is to figure out which paths you want to be on in life. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely hear that in your story and I want to recognize that in your story of, oh, yeah. there's a different way. There's a better way. 
or something a little bit more my truth that I can show yeah. up as. So that's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, so if we were to maybe speak in general, if somebody was trying to level up their career mm. in an organization or as a business owner and they're just getting started in that process, what would be like two or three starting strategies, starting habits, starting things that could help get them in the game as they push to, to move forward in that area of their life? It's mm, great. Yeah, Sean, thanks for that. I, I like right off the bat, I mentioned reputation earlier. Mm -hmm. We, we, we typically think about our reputation at work and your reputation is everything. I mean, it's, it's gonna, it's the thing that is or isn't going to propel you forward. If you have the right kind of reputation, now you're in the, you're in the running. So that's just sort of the starting thing and and absolutely essential so for most of us we think about our reputation we think oh I'm a, yeah i probably have a pretty good reputation you know i show up and i'm doing the best job i can etc but we don't we don't think about i wonder what it really is though because we can't know <laughs> well, i mean i i know what i think you know inside my head and what i'm trying to do but my intentions and you know what's inside here isn't necessarily what's going on with other people's thoughts of me so I, seriously number one i would i would I would step forward and ask someone I trust in my professional sphere. I would ask a couple of people uh, for candid feedback on my reputation. And, and I would tell them why I'm asking. You can't just ask, what do you think my reputation is? Because they're going to think, are you going <laughs> to hold it against me if I like, should mm -hmm. I lie here? <laughs> should I? Is this safe? So you're going to tell them, hey, I really want to be doing the best I possibly can. And I think I'm doing well. And I think I'm in good standing here, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to know mm -hmm. what it looks like from the outside. So just see if there's a couple of people who would be willing to be candid with you and give you the good and give you the maybe not so good. And that in and of itself could just give you some marching orders on some things mm -hmm. that you could work on and some things that you can iron out. And that for some people, like that's going to be the thing. And all of a sudden they start showing up a little bit differently and people start perceiving them a little bit differently and their reputation gets better. And they, they, and they go on a list. And I mean, the good list, uh, mm -hmm. their bosses. So that's, that's a number one thing that I would say. Uh, a number two thing is it's amazing how people, uh, again, I mean, part of this could be linked to reputation, but it's it's really on your interaction skills. And uh, for me, working with groups for for so long, it's fascinating when you're with a group and and I'm maybe facilitating a discussion and I'm asking a question. There's somebody who speaks up all the time, and there's somebody who never speaks up. And so I, I that I would I would highly recommend that you really take a hard look at your interacting skills because if you're either one of those extremes if you're the person who speaks up all the time guess what there are there are people out there who think you speak up too much that it's just the thing because other people might be processors so they just needed a couple of more seconds to think before they spoke up but because you're not you because you're a quick processor you you just mm -hmm. you you speak up first and so they don't so 
So if you have found yourself in that position a lot, I would say you start to give it another couple of beats so that you demonstrate to people that you're collaborative and not not dominant. You don't have a desire to be dominant. It's just your communication style versus mm -hmm. theirs. And and conversely, the other person who is a is a slow processor, then I'm going to say you've got to think of some ways as you start going to your meetings where you can speak up more quickly. So mm -hmm. that might be some extra preparation ahead of time and finding out maybe what the main topics are going to be and then formulating your thoughts on those and maybe a couple of points you want to make before you before you get there. So just just interaction is people want to inter people want to promote people who interact well with others. It's just mm -hmm. besides your I mean, I haven't hit the other piece. I mean, the technical piece. So number one, what's your reputation? Number two, what's your interaction? And number three, what's your technical prowess? And that's sort of table stakes, which is why I didn't even mention it. But th that the idea is be sure you're good at your job. You know, be sure you're doing your job well, that you're technically uh, executing on whatever it, and by technical, I just mean the aspects of your, you might be a, a mm -hmm. you know, an illustrator, uh, you might be whatever you are, you maybe mm -hmm. you're in, you know, something with design, but there's, there's always like, what, how do we execute on the job? Are you executing on the job? Well, are you doing it timely? Are you doing it quality? So be sure that those things are well, are, 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 are good and are solid. So those would be, yeah. How am I doing on my job in general? Uh, what's my reputation and what's my interaction? like gotcha gotcha yeah super super solid mm. sometimes and it seems super common sense but as we know from our mentor brand share common sense isn't always common practice common practice yeah we um, know that i have one more kind of question about this in relation to how do you because we were i feel like we're having two different conversations um, as I'm like processing as we go of, of this really great work of how do you advance in career or advance in life? It could be very interchangeable in that and living your authentic self. Like how can I, as Sean, engage in a reputation, engage in, or think about how I'm interacting and you know, really do a good do job at my job and do it authentically. I think, that maybe be might be the tie to kind of merge those two conversations that we've kind of mm. been having. Yeah. Um, do you have any any thoughts on like how do you find your authentic self? That's not that's the sustainable authentic self, not the just your. I don't. Know, I'm trying to find the words. Just your normal authentic self. I don't know. Maybe there's a, more, a third level of that yeah. sustainable authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really right on. You know, I, I, uh, the longer I am on earth, the more I really believe that, uh, just about everything comes down to practice, comes down mm -hmm. to practice. Mm -hmm. And so the authentic self, you know, as I'd mentioned, it's, it's actually associated with, or the true self is associated with some specific parts of the brain and you want to, you want to uh, access those parts of the brain. And I got to go back to meditation. If you're not meditating or praying or whatever it is for you, um, 
But I, I, I highly recommend that you engage in that because especially in our world today, I mean, I reflect on this more than our parents or grandparents. Who, I mean, the, the onslaught, the onslaught 24-7, you know, 25-16. I mean, it's just like <laughs> overload. Uh, there's information, there's talk, there's interaction, there's something coming at you. And it's really, really easy, really easy more than ever before to stay on the surface of life and to stay on the surface of yourself. And so mm -hmm. it takes uh, a, a choice uh, to turn off the devices, uh, like all of them, and to really give yourself some empty space. And that's scary for a lot of people who have not done that. You know, who am I when I'm not engaging in all my stuff mm -hmm. that's on my screens. Uh, mm -hmm. And, but I, I highly recommend it because who you are is, <laughs> let me cut to the quick. If anyone's listening to this and going, oh, I'm kind of scared of that. I have good news for you. It's, it's all good. It's all good. You, it, it, life is only going to get better uh, as you start giving yourself the chance to access your, your true self. So what you want, you want your true self available to you as you go throughout your days and you get in, you get in discussions with people and you get in tight situations and projects, whatever it is. And the, the, the more you practice accessing that true self, the more it's going to be available to you. So I really do recommend that you give yourself some quiet time, lots of great apps for this. you got the headspace, you got calm, you got all these apps out there that are available, but uh, Insight Timer, I really recommend that you do one that's not all talking all the time, but just that gives you a little bit of space. If you want to have a little music in the back or some ocean waves in the back, that's totally fine. Uh, but literally, that just gives you a little quiet space. And just be sure that as you know, your chatterbox thoughts are coming in that you're allowing them just as any of those apps will teach you, uh, you know, the thoughts drift in and the thoughts can drift out and just give yourself that open space. I have honestly, Sean, had some of my best brainstorms of uh, new product ideas and uh, just uh, content ideas come out. They just like, boom, I it's come out of those those meditative times and it's not like I was thinking about them because I was actually concentrating on giving myself some just giving myself a break and some open space and within that space um boom an idea came so so in 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 solo success we do it with soul practice uh and um we do this soul practice thing that we do consistently every day we do something we call success setting which we do every day and it just starts to train the brain to listen to, to access that, that, that true self. Cause it's true. It doesn't just happen. You can't say, okay, let me listen to my true self. If you're not in the, you got to get yourself in the practice of it. Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, I love that. It all comes down to quiet space. I am a huge, huge believer and proponent of slowing down. Of, I mean, I'm introverted. So of course I want the quiet spaces yeah. uh, and a lot more. Um, but like, so I can step in and do things that expand energy or, you know, yeah. serve at a higher level. And I think at the end of the day, if you're living in your authentic self, you're able to give more, that, which helps your reputation, those interaction skills, and just helps you be better at your job. Mm. So um, what a great way to wrap up a fantastic interview. So. Mim, how I, I'll have links below in the show notes for you, but what's the best way for people to follow up with you um, if they, they'd like after this podcast? 
Oh, that's great. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, I mean, just reach out to us at info at soulofsuccess.com. Info at soulofsuccess.com. We'd love to answer any questions and uh, and talk with you, whoever's, whoever's interested. And we love supporting people who are looking to improve their lives and improve their careers. And Sean, I know one of the links will be uh, got, a, got a hot off the press workshop that's a free on-demand workshop uh, for, for uh, getting those promotions called How to Win the Promotion and Accelerate Your Career. So and walk you th- and I walk you through the process. So happy to really delighted if that is of help to you. But just reach out to reach out to me at any time. Awesome, awesome. Well, then, thank you yeah. for your energy. Thank you for your presence. Yeah. Thank you for uh, uh, sharing your wealth of knowledge about living into that true self and how that's been a through line through a lot of different. Uh, chapters in your career um, in corporate and, and learning. So uh, always fantastic to talk with you, my friend. So thank you so much. John, I love talking with you. Love talking with your audience. So what a privilege to be here. I really, I'm really honored. And uh, let's do it again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, folks, uh, please be sure to, if you love this episode, comment on apple podcasts that really helps us out share this with three friends if you would if you found it helpful and we'll see you in the next episode of the meaningful revolution podcast what is your meaningful revolution right on the podcast we talk about people that have done a lot of work and getting clarity about what their mission is, what they find fulfillment in, what is helping them engage in their life more, and in the hopes of inspiring you to do so for yourself. But how do you go about doing that, right? Um, Maybe you are new to personal development, maybe you're new to um, wanting change in your life, and you don't know how to get to that next step. Well, good news, I got a three-day challenge for you that will help guide you through just that. It's the Meaningful Revolution Challenge, where we'll spend three days together, one hour each, where on day one, we'll talk about clearly defining your personal meaningful revolution, which is your fulfilling transformation. It's your purposeful impact. It's that authentic movement that gets you up and excited out of bed every morning to go out and chase and create in the world. Because I believe if we have more people living into their personal meaningful revolutions that we will have a lot more people engaged in their lives, which helps us out in society. It helps us provide more for our families. It helps us feel better about our lives. And these are all things that we all strive for, right? I feel like we all strive for joy, growth, and impact in life. And a lot of that revolves. If you can achieve those three things, you have your personal meaningful revolution. So I'd love for you to join us in this free three-day challenge, which is live. And so, like I said, on the first day, we'll go through clearly defining your personal meaningful revolution. The second day, we'll talk about building your plan and the components of that so you can know your next steps and follow through and, and you know feel a little bit of momentum there. And then the third day, we'll talk about your commitment to that vision and habits, strategies, tactics to help make sure you follow through. So uh, I love doing these challenges because one, I get to know you guys more. You know, I get to 
understand, ask you questions. You know, there's a, a place each day for some question and answers and for some one-off coaching if you're struggling with something in particular. Um, as a certified high-performance coach, I am a coach first. I love coaching people. It's my bread and butter, and it's not me telling you what to do, but it's us co-creating and figuring out a solution together to whatever is getting in your way. So love to do that for you. Join us in the Meaningful Revolution Challenge by clicking on the link below wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. So see you in the challenge, guys. you got this. This is the year to step up that vision for your life, to really build into that vision and to, to get some momentum going into this new year. So join us. See you there. This is Sean Butner signing off.